and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Okay. I know. Everybody's wondering, where's George? He's hiding again. No. Just having one of those moments where I forget everything. Hello, Iggy Mom. And Gunslinger is not here at the moment. Mike is, however. 
And of course, it is time for talking points just as soon as I catch my breath. And hello to Iggy Mom and Cherokee Rose, watching by way of twitch.tv. Hmm. Well, here we go. Off to the races again. Because of last night's inability to do the stories that I had planned on, uh, they were held over for tonight. Which means that this live version of Talking Points is going to kind of touch on some of the items we ha that I have for you tonight that were originally planned for last night. Anyway, here goes nothing. So, I suppose there's a logical reason why politicians feel it necessary to tell Israel well, let's see, Biden is telling Israel that we support a ceasefire. Now, I'm all for peace, don't get me wrong. But Hamas is not. They're not in any way, shape, or form ready for peace. They are only in it for one reason, and that's to destroy Israel. Take it over. You know, they, they want a Palestinian state. There are some lawmakers here in, the, in, the, in America that want to see that too. Not going to happen. Israel has every right to defend itself. Every single right. So, as Israel is defending itself... The violence continues. It just continues. And uh, it's going to keep going. There's not going to be a ceasefire. And if there is a ceasefire, it'll be a one-sided ceasefire. I know that may not be what you want to hear but it is reality. All right? Now, of course, last night I wanted to discuss the uh, article that I have here in regards to Biden revoking Trump the Trump executive order that targets online censorship. Because that's something that affects all of us. Okay? The Democrats, they, by their silence, by their inaction, uh, they, they choose to uh, support. They choose to support uh, Antifa and BLM and their uh, rioting, looting ways. 
Well, they also support, I'm sorry to have to say this, America, but they also support uh, the censorship that we are seeing by the big tech giants. Uh, Facebook, <coughs> excuse me, Facebook, Twitter, Google, own, look, when I say Alphabet Inc., they are the primary owners of Google and YouTube. Okay? So the primary owners of Google and YouTube, Alphabet Inc., these three, these tech giants want nothing more than to censor conservatives. They want to silence us. They don't want Americans to have a voice. And the Democrats seem to love that idea. So in a sense, to the Democrats, the First Amendment does not exist. The First Amendment is just writing on a piece of paper. Seems kind of strange how this all turns out. Now, in regards to uh, to this whole thing, censorship, let's also keep in mind that, you know, this all started because President Trump won 2016's election. Actually, it started before that, I think. All right? I think it started way before that. And the reason I say it started way before that is I suspect it started back during the Obama years. True, Twitter did not have uh, Donald Trump banned or Facebook banning Trump. But they did slowly integrate their censorship ideas. Facebook, most of all, because Facebook was the starting point. Facebook was actually the tipping point. So I kind of wonder, maybe it's just me, but I kind of wonder just how long it would be before everybody, every conservative in America, even conservative politicians, were completely censored by the tech giants. Now, we have alternatives that are being seen by millions and millions worldwide. Uh, MeWe, Gab, Parler, okay, Rumble. Uh, matter of fact, I, uh, Firefox News Online is on MeWe, it's on Gab, it's on Parler, and it's on Rumble. And yes, we're still over at Twitter and Facebook too, but once they decide to dropkick us to the curb, whenever that'll be, we'll still be on MeWe, Gab, Parlor, and Rumble. Part of the problem is the big, the big giants don't want Rumble, Parlor, MeWe, Gab around. They don't want them here they want to control it all 
And the Democrats are very happy to let them do it. Why do you think there's nothing stop? Why do you think they haven't gone the route of dropping the uh, section third, the section two thirty protection from the tech giants? Oh, and don't get me started with the Republicans. Okay, the Republicans are not much better. They could have done something. They could have seen the writing on the wall, but they didn't. So the Republicans are not much better. They are a little better than the Democrats, but they're not much better when it comes to thinking outside the box. I don't know what's worse. The big, the big tech giants censoring America or the Democrats controlling everything we say and do. Oh, wait a minute. The Democrats tell the big tech giants, silence conservative voices, silence conservative voices, and they listen. Silent, conservative voices. Yeah. They do a great job of that, don't they? That's the problem, folks. And, of course, uh, Stefanik is uh, saying that the CDC's new mask guidance is political to benefit Biden. We'll have to see what that's all about. And, of course, we'll have that for discussion as well. Again, this is all the stuff from last night. Um, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, but it is what it is. And... I had no choice. So, Gunslinger is uh, Gunslinger is currently uh, missing in action. Don't know where he disappeared to. Hope he's okay. But uh, that I'm done with my uh, talking points. The usual statement at the end of my talking points, well, I'm not going to run that this time. Being as I did everything live. So, there's that. Anyway. In the chat room on Mixler is Mike from Louisiana. And of course, <clears throat> bear with me, folks. I've got a tickle in my throat that won't leave me alone tonight. It's being most uh, difficult to join in for, for the discussions tonight. 
347-945-5747. Again, that's 347-945-5747. Do you get the impression that somewhere along the line we, we, we may have too many chiefs and not enough Indians out there when it comes to this online censorship. I mean, seriously, I think that's the case. The crazy Cajun Mike from Louisiana has called in. How you doing, Mike? Yeah, I, I get that feeling too, George. I mean, you, you've got You've got you've got Rumble and you've got Bond Out Live and Twitch TV and through all these problems you still got uh you still got Block Talk Radio that you can get your message out on even though it's got a lot of even even though it's got a lot of problems and stuff like that you still got that and also I am also on now granted I just got off a of parlor because they. To get on, to get back into the App Store with uh, Apple, they have to allow Apple to put in a a program that would allow Apple to sort of uh, uh, censor the people on Gab. Not, oh, not on Gab, on Parlor. I'm sorry. So I just, I just got off of Parlor. You know, today. So anyway, uh, but I'm still on Gab. I'm still on MeWe. Uh, Spreely, I'm on Spreely. You know, I'm on uh, Tumblr and all the rest of them. So yeah, I'm still there. But uh, but yeah, this they, and they don't have to tell these guys to censor. These guys, these, these big tech giants, they're Democrats, right? They're liberals. They're progressives. It's like. It's like they don't they don't have to tell them to do it. It's a given. Oh, you're gonna go off and censor Stephen Crowder, or you're gonna go off and censor uh, the Epic Economist, or whomever X Y Z. Take your pick. Take your pick. And uh, or, uh, PT uh, Steve that does that does a podcast on both Facebook and Twitter or whatever. Take your pick of any any person you they don't have to tell them to do it it's it's a it's a no, it's an unspoken rule between the liberals between the progressives george i mean a lot they all the time talk about uh people being in lockstep with uh the republicans but I think the Republicans have more people that are not in lockstep with that. You know, they're not all marching in the same at the same in the same way at the same time. Whereas you look at the Democrats, Hollywood, the news media, the the social media, all these things, they're you know marching in lockstep the same way the same direction at the same time there's no argument nothing 
Thank you, George. Parlor having any con- any kind of say as to whether or not you know as to censoring someone on uh, on an, on a uh, platform that they don't own doesn't make any friggin' sense. Okay, that doesn't make any damn sense. Okay. Well, that's what that's what I understand is happening. That's what you understand uh, is happening. But did you actually read that from Parlor itself? Yeah, it, it, well, no, this is, it has, okay, not, okay, well, wait, it has wait, something wait. to do with Parliament. Partner, it's more Apple. Me, it's more Apple. Okay, Apple is just telling is telling people that because that's their story. Right. Might be a nice idea to find out from Parler what they actually have to say about it. See, Apple owns the, the, the store, not the Parler app. Or the parlor platform. So they cannot tell a platform, well, if you want to be on our store, you have to you have to you have to let us decide censoring this one or that one for this reason or that. It doesn't make any friggin' sense. Parlor was set up to be the anti Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Well, if I if I, I know I'm I right, and yeah, I am right. Right. If I if at some point I decide to get back onto it, I will. But I'll make that decision after I do a little bit more research on this thing. So, yeah, I'm still on Gab. I'm still on. You know, I do have an account with Rumble. I do have an account with a uh, uh, Twitch. Uh, you know, I'm still I'm still on Facebook. I don't do much on Facebook, but I'm still there. I'm still on Twitter. You know, so I'm still all over the place, but just not on Gab at this point right now. Gab? So, not Gab. Uh, parlor. Parlor. I meant to say Parlor. I'm sorry. I meant to say Parlor. I'm not on parlor at this point in time right now. I'm still in a gap. I'm still in a gap. Anyway. But like I said, George, the, the Democrats seem to be, I mean, I, they seem to be in lockstep. They seem, everything they do, they'll say, okay, you'll have, you'll have what's her name, bug eyes talking about, oh, we're going to get this, uh, we're going to go ahead and try and get the new Green Deal. Then all of a sudden, in the Senate, you got Chuck the Schmuck talking about it, and you got a few other people in the Senate talking about it. And then, then, you, get, uh, then you get the news media talking about it. Then you get, if, if he actually knows what he's talking about, the, uh, the so-called uh, press the so-called president, if he actually knows what he's talking about, he'll, he'll, he might say something about it. That's, that's what I mean by when I say these people are in lockstep. They'll, 
they'll get the it's almost like they get together and they say, Okay, on what on this issue, X, Y, or Z issue, they'll go, Okay, what what way do we want this issue to go and what language are we gonna to use to talk about this issue? What's gonna be the language for the issue? Okay? And and it just seems like that to me. Now, I could be wrong. Could be wrong, but it just seems that way. What about you, George? Hmm. I reserve comment on that the moment. I really do. And only because I can. But I want to... I did a little digging here. Parlor app risks charges of selling out with Apple return. This is according to The Hill. Okay. This was dated April 28th. Okay. Less than a month ago. Parlor is returning to Apple's App Store after making some changes demanded by the company. But the social media platform, popular with conservatives, is, fac- is facing accusations of selling out to big tech and risks losing some of its key user base. Now, Parler rose in popularity after the 2020 election, boosted by high-profile conservative figures who railed against mainstream platforms' content moderation policies. After a nearly four-month ban prompted by Parler posts surrounding the deadly riot on the ca- at the Capitol, the app is set to relaunch in the Apple in the App Store this this week. Well, it already had by that point. It will be interesting to see whether or not there will be the same drive for people to join Parler this time around, said Brett Schaefer, Alliance for Securing Democracy's Media and Digital Disinformation Fellow. Because maybe it will have lost some of its allure and it will just be seen as a slightly less content moderation heavy space as the Twitters and the Facebooks and the places that those people were fleeing from the first time, he added. Now, Parler marketed itself as a pro-free speech alternative to mainstream platforms and appealed to conservatives who said they were fed up with apps like Twitter and Facebook who who over unsubstantiated accusations that the social media giants were biased against conservative content. And they are. Now, last now the, the now Apple told top Republicans on the House and Senate antitrust subcommittees that it will allow Parler to return to its App Store with approved content moderation updates made since the social media platform was removed in January. Now, after the re, after the insurrection at the Capitol, Apple 
At the time, said Parler had not taken adequate measures to address... Excuse me while I yawn. Sorry, folks. Uh, had not taken adequate measures to address the proliferation of threats of violence leading up to the riot. Apple's letter was in response to one that the, the Republicans, Senators Mike Lee and Representative Ken Buck, had sent to Apple, Google, and Amazon, pressing the companies over the actions. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, Shit, where was I? Over the actions they took against Parler after the deadly violence. Uh, Representative Buck cheered the move as a huge win for free speech and urged Amazon and Google to take action to reverse the measures they took against Parler. It's time for Google and Amazon to follow Apple's lead. Stop the censorship, Buck said in a statement. Lee, sim- Lee similarly hailed Apple's response, tweeting, conservative speech must not be silenced. But Andrew Torbay, Oh, not again. Sorry, folks. Lee similarly, uh, oh, I just read that part. But Andrew Torba, CEO and founder of fringe social media platform Gab, billed as the free speech social network, wrote a blog post blasting the return to the Apple Store. Parler bent the, bent the knee and big tech has them under their thumb, Torba wrote. In the blog post, Torba touted Gab's own ban. Oh, Jesus Christ. I just got to fucking yawn your faces, everybody. I can't stop it. I'm serious. I can't stop yawning. Now I forgot where the fuck I was. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to yawn. I can't. All right. Now, Torba touted Gab's own ban from the major app stores as a badge of honor, showing the platform's willingness to stand up for free speech and against big tech. Now, Gab stands alone in the market as the leader and home of free speech online. Not only was Gab's app banned from both Apple stores, but our entire developer account was banned from from ever submitting apps to those stores ever again. <laughs> Shit. So be it. We were that we wear that as a badge of honor. And it should be a sign to those of you reading this that we are and always have been serious about our mission, Torba wrote. Now, users on Gab criticized Parler for what? God damn. If I keep doing this, come eleven o'clock, I'll end the show. I won't give because I, I, there's no way I could do a show yawning like this. 
Now I can't even see what I'm reading. Great. Let's bear with me. Oh, Jesus Christ, come on! Uh, there's no way I can do a show w w under these conditions. Users on Gab criticized Parler for what they said was selling out, pledging not to return. It's very possible users may follow through on their pledges to stay off Parler when it returns to the App Store, said Max Rizzuto, a research assistant. <laughs> a research assistant at the Atlantic Council Digital Forensic Research Lab. Well, there's a mouthful. I don't think that some people will push back on the notion that if Parler is back on the Apple Store, what does that say about what happened to Parler? This is what Rizzuto is saying. Now, Parler maintained its own post announcing it would relaunch in the App Store this week. <sighs> 11 o'clock, the show will be ending. I can't do this all at the rate things are going. That's, that's the way it stands right now. I don't believe this. I, I, I'm only, I, I can't even stop yawning. All right, that's it. I'm done reading because obviously I'm not going to get any further than that, than what I just read. But to put it succinctly, here's the bottom line. Apple may have acquiesced and not Apple, uh, parlor may have acquiesced to Apple, but it's only because, and I, and this is what I suspect the situation is, they decided to give in to Apple's demands only because they needed a major app store. Problem is, not everybody has an, an iPhone. My phone is an Android. But there is an alternative if an app is banned from the Android or i or iPhone uh, app stores, they could go. I guess I'm going to give you after I get done yawning in your face. Now, if I can just. see clear enough long enough to get there now I'm gonna I gotta find a way to get this information to parlor and all the other platforms because this is an alternative to the Apple store and the Google Play Store. It is called a APKPure.com. That's APKPure, P-U-R-E, dot com. And by the way, if you type in their search engine, if you type in their search box, 
parlor. It's there. Because Rumble's, Rumble comes up first, then parlor, second. So, apkpure.com. All right. And if you click on that parlor tab, it'll tell you what version it's for. Now, this one's for Android. Okay. I keep telling people all the time. Why are you owning an Apple iPhone? You, there are more end runs around the Google Store than there are the Apple Store. So, Mike, as far as um, as far as they're doing that with Apple. They didn't have to, but they did. I don't think that makes them, you know, makes them the bad guys. What I do think, however, is they gave in too easily. Which I can understand people being frustrated with. But I'm not going to leave Parlor just because they went to the App Store and the App Store... Is, is going to decide what? Anything said on Parler through the iPhone? They're going to, they're going to block people on the, on, on the iPhone? Is that the way it's going to work? Maybe it's just me, but I don't know. I'm still saying what I still say what I want to say on on Parler. Of course, I know how to say things in a way that nobody would recognize it as being anything but a knock, you know, completely you know, out of the ordinary. You know, it would be just something that was said. You follow me? I got you. Hello? Mike, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Can you hear me? Now I can. Buttons, it happens. <laughs> What in the happens, Come dim? on, George. Come on, George. <laughs> okay. I'm asking you a really, really good question here, bub. Like, what happened? Yes, sir. So I don't know. I was what I was. I was trying. Well, one thing I was trying to do was trying to get in touch with Gun, but you know, texted him and all that stuff, but. I don't know. I must have muted myself or something. I don't know. I don't know. That's a distinct possibility. I've got a. I've. Yeah, I've got a. I've got a. Uh, a. A. Uh, Android as well. Hmm. 
So it's a you know it's a nice little phone. I've had it for a few years, yeah. But yeah, I've got an Android as well. I I'll I'll make the decision on what I'm going to do with Parlor probably soon. I mean, I'm have if I'm if I remain happy just to be on Gab, I'm good. Okay. Plus, Gab, Gab, you know, Gab has its own uh, has its own browser. It's called the Center. Didn't know that. The Center browser. All right. But, uh, but yeah, I've got I've got that going on. Yeah. So. Uh, if this, I mean, I do agree with you. We have some feckless uh, Republicans that, when they had the chance, they didn't do a damn thing about anything with this the whole with this whole thing. And it's like, are you going to do something about it or not? Get off your ass and do something, or We'll find a way to get your ass out of office because you're not doing anything, you know? What can you say? But the word feckless, you know, feckless. Well, I want... I, 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 so how does... What, what does that have to do with... Never mind. Well, I'm, I'm referring to 230... Oh, Section 230, you know, okay. Doing something with uh, Section 230. That's okay. what I'm referring to. You know, Glad you clarified I mean, that because you this, lost me when you, is, with, that, with all that. Right. This is, this, this is an outgrowth. This whole thing with Parler is an outgrowth of them not doing anything with Section 230. You know, and they were they were making big, you know, they were making big talking big talking talking a big game about oh we're gonna we're gonna look at doing something with section two thirty, you know, and and all that stuff. And did anything like I said? Did anything come out of that? No. Zippo. Yeah, the, the, back to you, George. Look, nothing came out of it because nothing was going to come out of it. Okay, it's that simple. If anything was going to come of it, we'd have seen it by now. And uh, I don't know. Just doesn't make sense. Yep. But then again, what in society ever made sense when it came to politics, when it came to um, to anything, really, when it comes to Washington, D.C.? Because what happened, what's happening with the big tech giants and what's happening... Uh, as a result of inaction 
We're the we're the we the American people are the ones paying the price. We're paying the price. Now, I'm going to do something. In about two seconds. Let's see here. Mm-hmm. Listen. Hey, Gun, what's going on, man? Oh, I just got in from down that we went out and got something to eat and everything. I just walked in the door. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll be up. I'll be on there in a minute. Okay, buddy. I'll talk to you when All you right. come on. Now you see why I said shh. Yes. See, sometimes somebody, sometimes people have to just fill their belly, you know. Yeah, I know, and I just want to make sure he was okay too, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's a good guy and everything, and I just want to make sure he was all right. That's why I, rather than text or anything, I figured, let me call the man and make sure he's okay. But, uh, yeah, as you just heard, he went to feed the need. <laughs> so, anyway, let me get right down to the, to the nitty-gritty here uh, with some of the stories I have. And hopefully I can, I can stop yawning. And be able to get through this <laughs> night. <laughs> By the way, have we? Uh, are, is our lovely lady over there at Twitch right now? Uh, our, our, you know, our lovely lady. Which one? There? There's two that go over there, you know. Uh, I know Iggy's there, but the other lovely lady. Oh, you're talking about Cherokee Rose? Cherokee Rose. Yes, she's over there. She even said hi. Hi, Cherokee Rose. And Iggy Mom even said hi. She said hi to Gun, to you, and to Cherokee Rose. Unfortunately, Gun wasn't here at the time when she said hi. And he's still not here yet. But he'll be here. Uh, let me see here. Where were I? Uh, when it comes to, um, when it comes to, <laughs> uh, Cherokee Rose says, hi, Mike. Now, um, uh, Cherokee Rose said, oh, that is so nice. Uh, what that I check on friends to see that to make sure they're okay. Is that what you meant? Because if that's what you meant, 
Yeah. If I have their number, I'll call them up and say, uh, hello, what's going on? You know, kind of ease into it there, you know? But, uh, yeah, no, um, what are you going to do? Anyway, let me, uh, let me see here. Let's see. Just for shits and giggles. Just for the hell of it. Just to... Just to be with you. Oh, sorry. Feeling a little nostalgic tonight. <laughs> I mean... You should... Oh, you, I'll tell you... I, I'll tell you this uh, later, a little bit later on before I close for the night. You're gonna, you'll get a kick out of it. Uh, it has to do with... 50s and 60s music playing on my uh, Nest Mini and sitting here looking at photographs from my youth and pretty much wondering what the hell happened. Anyway. Uh Joe Biden is, he told uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that he supports a ceasefire with Hamas. Well, that's nice. So Biden says he would support a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas during a call the other day with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Right, It's the most significant U.S. step yet to end their violent conflict. The, the president, uh, Joe Biden, expressed his support for a ceasefire and discussed U.S. engagement with Egypt and other partners towards that end. Uh, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said in a statement describing the call. Here's the problem with this. Okay. Here's the problem with this. You got a member of the Congress, one of the uh, squad members, who is anti-Semitic, anti-Israel, anti-America, anti-Jewish. Well, let's just say she just she just plain hates Israel, America. And is pro-Palestinian. Pro-Hamas. Are you catching on to what I'm saying here, folks? Let's see if you you catch the whole gist. The bottom line is... Biden wants a ceasefire. But Hamas does not. In fact, they're not going to conduct a ceasefire... They're going to keep lobbing missile after missile after missile after rocket after rocket after rocket until they turn Israel into a parking lot. What I'd like to know is where are they getting the fucking armor armor from? Where are they getting the the armament? Where are they getting the weaponry? Who is supplying Hamas? That's what I'd like to know.
let's see here. No. Absolutely not. And hello, gun. Yo, yo, yo. Howdy, gun. Yo, yo, yo. I escaped from my prison cell for a little while, but I'm still in Facebook jail, though. <laughs> huh? I said I escaped from my prison cell for a little while, you know, this evening, but I'm still in Facebook jail. When did online. you end up in Facebook jail? The first time or the second time? <laughs> oh, I thought you meant you were there now. Well, I just got out. Well, yeah, I got thrown back in. I got out, uh, let's see, what's the day? Uh, I got out, what, last Monday, and then I'm back in again. I'm a Facebook veteran jail, prison inmate. <laughs> Some bitches. Going to have to find a, find a way. There's a, there's a, there's a image. Uh, I think I have it, too, somewhere. Uh, it's, it says Facebook inmate or something. Yeah. I think I beat you to it. Yeah. I got that one too. Yeah. You know what you do? You get that made into a, into, into a t-shirt or something. And there you go. (laughs) I need to have a badge where I wear it around my neck, you know? Yeah. Cause I listen. So this last one was 30 days. Now I've got another 30 days. I got a message for Facebook. You better plug your virgin ears. Fuck you. There you go. Uh, dude, my, my ears haven't been virgin ears since, since, since the day I discovered virgin olive oil. <laughs> Is it extra, extra virgin olive oil? Y- no. Yes. <laughs> I got a question real fast. I may how have an answer real virgin, fast. Virgin, well, how can you got the virgin oil? How can it be extra virgin? You know, that's, that's a, a really good question. That's one question I don't have an answer for. <laughs> you know, you got the you got the virgin oil, but how do you get extra virgin? Yeah, I know. I, I would love to. You know something? I'm going to have to ask my friends uh, from Italy about that one. Uh, my, yeah. my my compadres from Let Italy, they could probably answer that. I don't know. Oh. Hey, wait a minute. No, I live near the culinary... Should... Wait a minute, Gunslinger. I just thought of something. I live not far from the Culinary Institute. Maybe they know. Ah, there you go. Maybe they know. <laughs> Call him up one day and say, listen, this, this is George Sinzer, Firefox News Online. And we are, I have been perplexed with a question by a listener. How yep. do you, I, I've heard of virgin olive oil, but how in God's name do you get extra virgin olive oil? <clears throat> I probably will get hung up on real quick when I ask that question, of course, but It'd be interesting to find out. <laughs> Needless to say, I never said it would be a, a, a dull moment. So the, the 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 idiot and thief Biden is pushing for a ceasefire between Hamas and Israel. 
in that whole rigmarole comes the the insanity that uh, and and by the way, Bloomberg News wrote this little three paragraph piece. And they said it's the most significant U.S. step yet to end their violent conflict. And that's a bold-faced bullshit lie. President Trump was working on a Middle East, a Middle East peace accord. So, got news for uh, Bloomberg News. You're a bunch of assholes. I mean, look who owns you. Mr. Liberal himself, the anti-gun zealot. So, yeah. It's not the most significant U.S. step yet to end the violence because Trump was doing it first. But nobody wants to give him any credit for anything. Anyway, so... Biden expressed his support for a ceasefire and and discussed U.S. engagement with Egypt and other partners towards that end. Something that Trump did before he even before Biden even got sworn in. So, could somebody explain to me how in the fuck he's getting all the all, all the all the glory all the glory awards? When it was Trump who did it first, Gun, let me let's hear what your thoughts are on it. Well, he plagiarizes everything. Look at look at what Trump did. He had everybody really kind of at peace over there in the Middle East. Nobody was shooting each other. Nobody was bombing each other. Nobody was at war, were they? But no, you get this stuff fuck in there, okay? And here we go again. It only proves that the Democrats are warmongers. They want to incite war any way they can, okay? Any way they can poke them. Let's poke them a little bit and see who fires the first shot. Trump was not like that, I'm sorry, okay? He was not like that. He wanted peace in the Middle East. These fuckers don't. I mean, because they're warmongers. I've told you that a zillion times. Him, uh, Butt Buddy Obama, and the Bushy Boys, all the way back to Comrade Blowjob Clinton. They're all warmongers. Go look it up. They want to entice war. They want to keep the war, the, the, the drums of war beating at all times. So they can stick their fucking nose where it shouldn't be. If them fuckers over there want to kill each other, let them kill each other. Now, if you want to protect Israel over there, okay, all right. But the rest of them fuckers, hey, be less. They be, it would be less of these idiots taking up space on this planet. Be a good thing. Go ahead. Mike, what do you say? Guns right, you know. These idiots need to be taken away, and, you know, they can't allow Trump to have any type of a win, not what so fucking else, because, you know, like like Gunn said, he, he had this place 
basically uh, shut down. He had it, not shut down, but you, you get what I'm saying. He got, he had it to the point of, you know, uh, being, getting done with, you know. You know, so if he's having it, uh, Israel playing nice with the Saudis and and the rest of these people, maybe not so much the people in Lebanon because that's that's another that's another bunch of idiots, you know. But uh, Hezbollah. But I mean, look, you're not gonna make peace. You're not gonna make peace with. Uh, you're not gonna make peace with that guy, right? Uh, you're not going to make peace with those those people. You're just not, because it's basically with those people. It's basically a family feud, and we know how family feuds tend to end. You know, and and that's the thing. It's it's a big freaking family feud over there, and yeah. Yeah, some of the some of the Muslims, some of the Arabs have made peace with Israel, and they, they, they basically what it is is they see that they don't want Iran. By the way, this whole thing with these these guys and with uh, the pe- these people, guess who's supporting them? Guess who? Uh, is funding these people. Guess where they're getting their rockets from? Guess, just take a guess. It's freaking Iran, you know? And the fact of the matter is, right now, it's a proxy war. You know, Iran's using these people as proxy warriors. They're not going to come in there and try and uh, get it done themselves. They're going to have somebody else try and do it, and maybe they'll come at some point. But but we got to figure that out when that happens. You see, so I mean, really, so that's what I got, George. Back to you. All right. <clears throat> 405 area code, go ahead. You're done. Have a nice night. Stay away. Nice try, no cigar. Again. Mm hmm. Well, let's see here. This is the wrong night. Yeah, well, whatever. Anyway. So. As far as, as far as, uh, this ceasefire that Biden keeps touting he wants. And it's ridiculous. I mean, is Biden has got to be the dumbest motherfucker on the planet. 
I mean, seriously. He's the he, he, you know what Biden is? It just I just realized he's the king of trolls. He's the king of trolls. So let's see. In regards to aside from this, oh, I forgot to turn on the clip computer for this one. All right, we'll come back to it. I'll come back to this one. But here's a here's an interesting situation. Biden's approval rating dips below 50%. Oh, poor baby. Fuck. Yes. There's a Facebook so thing in, in, the, in the Mixler. That's, I don't know if you got that one or not, but that's, that's the Facebook prison inmate, hardcore prison inmate. <laughs> Fucking cute. Son of a bitch. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> So make that into a into into a medallion you wear around your neck, or a T-shirt, or both. That'd be oh that that that's perfect. <laughs> Facebook prison inmate, hardcore veteran, and and Facebook doesn't get it. This is something like this mocks them. I'm glad it does. I want to mock them some bitches all the way to fucking hell and back. You know? Sorry, bastards. <laughs> it's just... Woo! Man, they, 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 got a, they got a rude awakening coming in. <laughs> oh, shit. Biden praises anti-Semitic Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib. Ooh, I heard that. Yeah. Oh, boy. Jeez. Wow. Boy, this this dude is definitely out to fucking lunch. And this is the guy that that many Democrats wanted for, to be president. Yeah. Well, you know what? Pack him and and Talib up in a crate. Put him on a C-130, Hercules. Open the Bombay doors and say, Arriva Deutsche, motherfuckers. Fump. And then drop him right down to Palestine. But put in, on the outside of uh, Biden's crate, be sure to put something, put a nice note on there that says, I support Palestine I deserve. I wish to be a martyr. P.S. No, I don't wish to be a martyr. I just want to live in Palestine. No, P.S. I just want to. I don't want to live in Palestine, but I don't want to die either. So, could you please put me in a place where I won't get bombed to smithereens? See, as far as I'm concerned, Biden's an asshole. He deserves to get the fuck out of this country. Him and Tlaib both. Omar, Tlaib, 
Presley, ship those fucking idiots, and take AOC with them. Oh, check this out. Biden's approval rating dipped below 50%, according to a new Trafalgar Group poll, with 48.3% approving of his job performance and 47.5% disapproving. The number is a dip from the previous month when a Gallup poll showed Biden with a 57% approval rating. Now, according to Rasmussen's daily approval index history, that compares to around a 43% approval for former President Donald Trump in the same period in his presidency and 57% for the hostage holder and thief, Barack Obama. Now, now Biden's drop in recent weeks comes as he continues to grapple with the pandemic and immigrant surge at the southern border, crisis of his own making, by the way. A weak jobs report, thanks to him and his fellow Demis. Flaring violence in the Middle East, which he wants to get a peace a ceasefire for and will never see. And of course, there's more to this. Now, the Trafalgar poll also found that 57.4% of Democratic primary voters said they were either very or somewhat likely to vote for Biden if he were on the party's primary ballot in 2024 for re-election. Another 7.9% say they would consider voting for him. When asked about their preferences if Biden were not running, Kamala Harris, old camel toe herself, was their overwhelming choice at 41.3%. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg was second at 9.3%, followed by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez at 8%. All others were in low single digits. Um, Benajij and Cortez are in low single digits. Really? Ay, ay, ay. Now, on the Republican side, 61.5% of voters said they would absolutely or likely vote for Donald Trump in the party's primary if he is on the ballot. Another 7.8% said they would consider voting for him. If Trump does not run, Florida Governor Don, excuse me, Ron DeSantis is their favorite at 34.9% among all GOP voters. He's followed by Senator Ted Cruz at 15.3, Mitt Romney at 10.3, and Mike Pence at 10%. All others have single-digit support. Now, DeSantis is also the favorite among Republicans who said they are Trump supporters, 47.6%, followed by Cruz, 20.4%, and Pence, 12%. Among those who do not support Trump, Romney is by far their favorite at 36.1%. Romney 
was among the few in Trump's own party who voted to impeach him. Romney notably in both impeachment trials. Okay. Now, Trump's former U.N. ambassador, Nikki Haley, is second among Trump detractors at 6.9% support. Haley has gone back and forth in her criticism and support of the former president. Cruz and Pence each received 5.6%, backing while DeSantis got 4.2%. Both are ardent supporters of the former president and his policies. The poll was conducted April 30th to May 6th and talked to at least 1,571 likely primary or general election voters. The margin of error is plus or minus 2.47%, with a confidence of 95%. I don't know what to make of this. Seriously. This asshole. Personally, I, I think the polls are rigged. I truly believe they're rigged. <clears throat> Biden's approval rating dropping below 50%. It's going to get to the bargain basement. It's going to go down to the, down the well to hell. It's going to, you get the idea here, folks? I mean, seriously, this is what's going to end up happening. That boy is going to end up going, huh? Way down. I hope he gets into the single digits, but guys, he's been in office, he's been in the Oval Office for going on, let's see, February, March, April, May. Four months. Four months. And nobody's talking about the 25th Amendment. They're not bringing that up anymore. Why? Well, there's... When these when when these enemies like they are, when they become quiet, you better tune your in tune your ear in a lot closer, because these some bitches are up to something. Okay, these Democrats you cannot trust them. If you want to fucking trust these people, go play outside with a fucking diamondback rattlesnake, and let's see how many times you you get your ass bit. If you're that stupid to go out and play with a fucking diamondback rattlesnake, okay. So that's what you're doing with these fucking Democrats, these Demo-rats. It's, it's very strange that, um, hmm, it's, that he still lasted, okay? But six months is not up yet. It's only been, what, three? About three? A little over three? We've still got a ways four. to go. Four. Okay, before the six. Four? Well, four. Well, anyway, four. So give or take a couple of months or here and there. But something's going to happen to that son of a bitch. I mean... Every indication points to that. Look how he's fucking up everything. He's he's he'd fuck up a wet dream if he could. He probably has. Okay. So when he fucks up that bad, is in 
look at what he's doing, trying to completely dive bomb the country into the fucking ground. Something's got to give somewhere. Okay, I, 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 I can still see it on the on the wall over there, handwriting on the wall. He's going to get so bad in his mental state that they're going to have to declare the twenty fifth amendment, or physically, for that matter. Okay. I don't, I don't see the guy list lasting four years. If he's already this fucked up already and fucked this country up already, look at the pipeline. Look at the goddamn jobs. Look at the fucking inflation now. Look at the gas prices. Look at this. Look at that. Look at this. And he's only been in there, what, like you said, four months? Uh, yeah, right. Doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What do you say, Mike? <clears throat> Well, he's actually right. I'll, I'll put it one step further. If you if you believe this stuff, you you might as well go out there and play with a down power line. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, and we know we know what that will do to you. This guy this guy doesn't know where he is half the time, and and for God's sake, who's making the calls to the foreign leaders. It's not him. You know, it's it's camel toe. It's it's the hope. You know, so this guy, and and he, Gun predicted twenty. Uh, you know, uh, uh, six months, and this was three months, four months ago, whatever it is. Al, that that would put us right at the end of the summer, right? So. Something's gonna. I agree with Gun. Something's gonna happen within the next, let's say, three to four months. You know, that either some somebody pulls off an assassination attempt, or or they they bring back up the Twenty Fifth Amendment. You know, I mean, I, I'm gonna assume that they still have that thing in their in their pocket. Just waiting to break it out, waiting for things to get really bad to where they're not going to be argued with, you know, and and breaking it out. So he needs to go. He's ruining the country now. Granted, some some of the stuff he's doing, uh, they would have done any. Who it doesn't matter who was elected on that side, they would have done it anyway. Be it booty judge and or Camel Toe, or maybe not so much, uh, what's her name, Tulsi Gabbard, but, you know, I could go down the list of the 16 or so, whatever, people that were on that stage in that convention, and most of them would be, would be putting in the same policies that he's doing, and doing probably the same executive orders, and now... Would they, would they, would take Buttigieg or, you know, Kamala or whatever? Would they, would their, would their polling be this bad this soon? I'm not sure, because none of them won. But his polling is almost to the point of, you know, I put I put it to you this way: it's like. His polling is about to be shit out the in, shit out the ass end of the 
uh, of the uh, Statue of Liberty, you know. Back to you, George. The way I figure it is this. Joe Biden, with a, with his approval rating, I, and I agree with Cherokee Rose, because Cherokee Rose said uh, that, that his approval rating is probably a lot lower than they're letting on. Okay? So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it is a lot lower than they're letting on. It has to be. You know? Uh, if, and by the way, I got a message for, uh, for two people trying to call in. I'm not taking your calls. You fucked yourselves yesterday. So don't bother trying. Uh, 207, no, you're not getting on either. You're one of the, you're one of the many that, uh, pulled it. 908, you're not getting on either. So shut the fuck up. Uh. And that's and that's and that's my way of saying kiss my ass. Uh, now, I've got a clip that I want you to listen to. Uh, let's see here. Uh, nope, that's not it. Nope. No, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Hold on a second here. I am not going to uh, a 405 area code you're also blocked from coming on so don't bother trying again uh the other day i forgot what i was looking for here oh yes uh i think this is, is this the same no that's not it that's not it that's not the story i'm looking for Yes, that's the. It, it was the first, the very top one. See, this is what happens when nine oh eight. You're not getting on, so stop calling. And this is in regards to Israel defending itself as Israeli-Palestinian violence continues. Um, now, according to the information, well, let me just play the clip because they're going to say it anyway. Uh, wait a minute. You have a uh, forgetful host. 908, you're not getting on, so I'm just going to keep hanging up on you. Take the take the hint for what it is. Goodbye. Uh, it's two parts, so I'm going to play both parts back to back. Or... Well, I'm going to play both parts, but. Let me see here. Hold on a second. I lost my train of thought here for a second. Oh, I'm going to play part one. Nine to nine. What's on your mind? Make it quick. You're not saying anything, so kiss my ass. 909, what's on your mind? I'll let you, I'll, I'll, you, I'll open your mic, but if you fuck up, you're gone. I'm over the you're done, goodbye, kiss my ass.
There, you got you had your fun. Now fuck off. Ah, don't you just love assholes? They have to be idiots. There, you got you had you had your ten you had your one point five seconds of fame. And speaking of fame, here's the clip. Here's the clip part one, and then after we discuss that one, we'll discuss part two when it's done. Here goes. I hope. Some 2,000 rockets have been fired from the Gaza Strip toward Israeli cities since Monday. The escalating fighting between Israel and Palestinian militants in Gaza marks the region's worst violence since 2014, leading to dozens of deaths and injuries. This, as the Pentagon's chief spokesman revealed on Thursday, the U.S. has evacuated 120 Defense Department personnel from Israel due to the hostilities. Here to talk about this situation further is a former mayor of Shiloh, Israel, David Rubin. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you. Good to be with you. For our viewers who are unfamiliar, why is this all of a sudden happening again? <laughs> why is this happening again? Well, let, watch let's background put it this noise, way. please. Uh, it hasn't happened for a couple of years. Things have been relatively quiet for the past couple of years. Uh, there have been some terrorist attacks, of course, but uh, but things have been relatively quiet. Uh, during the Trump administration, last two years of the Trump administration were very quiet. There was peace breaking out everywhere. And uh, then Biden came in and he restored $300 million in financial aid to the Palestinian Authority that had been cut off by President Trump. President Trump had cut off that financial aid because the, the Palestinian Authority was funding terrorism. They were paying salaries to terrorists every single month. Every single terrorist that committed a terrorist attack against a Jew, in, in which the Jew was wounded or killed, well, those terrorists and their families got a, a monthly stipend, a very nice one. So Biden restored it, and that was the green light to turn on the faucets again and start up the terrorism. And many GOP lawmakers, they sounded off when Biden announced that restoration of aid to the Palestinians, but it's going to the Palestinian Authority. But shortly after the latest attacks began and as they continue, Iran's supreme leader, the Ayatollah, tweeted that Palestinians should, quote, unite to use the tools of their disposal to attack Israel, which he recently called not a nation, but a terrorist garrison. Now, many mainstream media outlets are changing the tune of what's really happening and pinning the blame on Israel. What are some of the biggest misconceptions you've heard so far? Uh, well, f first of all, that that Iran is not a terrorist state. You know, Iran is uh, the country that has been funding all of this terrorism. Uh, they they fund the Hamas terrorist organization heavily, and and then um, they're they're funding the Palestinian Authority as well. And now the United States is funding the Palestinian Authority once again unconditionally. Now, as far as the misconceptions, well. Unfortunately, the media has its left-wing biases, and and the the radical left uh, is is not at all pro-Israel. And I, you know, I, I wrote quite a bit about that in my latest book, my new book, "Confronting Radicals: What America Can Learn from Israel." 
And we're dealing with radicals here. We're dealing with Muslim radicals who use the same strategies that the radical left uses in the United States. Uh, so uh, when, when I wrote my book, Confronting Radicals, What America Can Learn from Israel, I was seeing the similarities between the radicals, uh, the domestic terrorists in America, and the radicals of the Muslim world. And, and it's, it's remarkable what the similarities are. Now, when, when the Secretary of State says that there should be calm on both sides, he's totally misunderstanding the situation. Uh, he, he doesn't seem to understand that, that Israel has been attacked, that, that there are riots by Arab Israelis in every Israeli city, especially the ones that are, that are mixed cities, mixed Jewish Arab cities. They're torching synagogues, they're torching Jewish cars. Uh, they're, they're just on a rampage here. And, and over 1,500 missiles have been fired at Israel by Hamas in the past three days. So I uh, want to say this has to be calm on both sides. I mean, we're finally fighting back. Thank God we're finally fighting back. And I hope that our response will be disproportionate because that's the only way it's going to deter them. Want to see more videos like this? Visit OANN.com for immediate access to all... Okay, Mike, I'll start with you. What What are your thoughts? 908 area code, you're not getting on, so get the fuck lost, you fucking dick. Go ahead, Mike, you're up. Uh, well, of course, when you turn on a spigot, what's going to happen? When you turn on the spigot and break the little knob off, what's going to happen? They're going to start doing this shit again. I mean, the guy's right. The guy's right on this. The last few years of the Trump administration was quiet. In fact, it was so quiet that, oh, we might very, we could have seen if, if everything was even, we would have seen him maybe possibly get on the list for the peace, you know, the peace prize, but it, that wasn't going to happen, you know? And, and like I said, this old, this all goes back to, it's not just them turning on the spigot for the money for the, these guys, the, the, the PLO and, and, and well, I don't know. I don't know if particularly the PLO is around anymore. I don't, I don't know, but, but, uh, uh, turning on the spigot for those guys, but also basically turning on the spigot for Iran, because we know we know that, that I've said it before. The the guy, these guys on the West Bank in Gaza are basically proxy warriors for the Iranians. Back to you, George. Well, yeah. I, I, as far as the uh, the PLO is concerned, uh, okay. Nine oh eight area code. I'm only going to say this one fucking time. You're not allowed on the air. Goodbye.
Now then, getting back to the PLO, the PLO, um, I believe, is still out there. That may, because as memory serves, they've never disbanded. So, honestly, I think the, um, well, let me see here. Does the PLO still exist? On February 4th, 1969, Fatah founder Arafat was elected chairman of the PLO in Cairo. Uh, Since Fatah has been the dominant factor within the PLO, which still continues, uh, that was up until 2015. Now, the chairman represents the PLO, and the Palestinian people before the international community, including the United Nations. The chairman is chosen by the members of the PLOEC uh, since October 29, 2004. Mahmoud Abbas has been the chairman of the PLOEC. Uh, Mahmoud Abbas, I don't know what the deal is with him, but here's the thing. I don't think he's the chairman anymore. I don't know if the PLO still exists because a lot of this is old information. Fuck off, 908. And uh, that's basically where it's at right now. I don't know what else to tell you. Gunslinger? What do you think of what you just heard in part one? Well, you know, like I said, these these people are terrorists. They spawn terrorism. Okay. <laughs> um, why do you think President Trump knocked off, well, he knocked off one or two of them over there, some of the head big honchos. Okay. So, you know, and these are the ones that want to see you dead. They want to see everybody dead over there. Yeah, I think they want to see them, themselves dead. They, they, what are they fighting for? I mean, they have been fighting over in that region for, I guess, ever since I was in kindergarten and high school, maybe even before that. And there's still nowhere. There's still no winner. Okay, I mean. They start these wars and they don't finish them, but yet they get their asses whooped and bombed and all this shit, but they still make the bands. Well, that's stupid. At least you try to win a war, then you can make the bands. But with these people over there, I, I don't know what it is. They, it must be something in the water that they drink or something because they're constantly bombing everybody. You see the pictures. You've seen them online, Okay. Now, those cities may have at one time been probably a fairly good-looking, uh, a nice city. Now they're just a third-world shithole. Who's causing them? Well, those people right there. I mean, <laughs> man, you know, it's just like the looters that was going up, you know, looting and burning and pillaging and all this shit. Burning down, burning down their own communities. Well, same thing over there. But they're savages. What do you expect? They they live like animals out out in the woods, you know, out in the wilderness out there. So it ain't nothing new to them. 
Yes, you know, go ahead. Nothing to do with the world either. Go ahead. Well, let me give you a couple of a couple of comments here from uh, Cherokee Rose watching on Twitch TV. Um, Something went wrong. Try again in a few seconds. Now, I didn't say anything to this stupid nest mini, and it just decided to speak up. That's that is some spooky shit. Now. Cherokee Rose uh, said, wow, very sad for Israel, which it is. I mean, this whole situation is very sad. That they have to be the recipients of bomb uh, rocket attacks day in, day out. Uh, I was watching Newsmax earlier in the day, and there was a lady on, on the, uh, I mean, she was being interviewed. Her children, her and her children, as soon as they hear the sirens, they only have about a minute, maybe a touch over a minute to get from the, uh, to go from where they are to the bomb shelter, secure the door, and hunker down. <laughs> oh, excuse me. And, of course, Cherokee Rose was saying that she can't imagine having to run and hide from bombs with their little children. And I couldn't imagine that either, Cherokee Rose. I really couldn't. I think, I think the scariest thing in the world is, is for any parent, if you've got your children right there with you, you know, it's, it's got to be frightening. Uh, it is 11.45 p.m. Eastern Time. There there will be no more calls taken tonight. So the number has been taken down from the board uh, that you see on your screen. Therefore, no further phone calls will be accepted tonight. Just want to let everybody know that. Um. One thing, Cherokee Rose went on to say, America should be supporting Israel. I agree. In that same paragraph, in that same in that same chat message, Cherokee Rose said they are our only true ally in the Middle East, and you're right, they are our only true ally in the Middle East. So. I don't want to tell you. Now, Cherokee Rose also says that Israel would live in peace with Palestine with the Palestinians, but they don't want peace. Yeah, the Palestinians don't want peace. They are hell bent on being destructive little assholes. Now, um, Canadian uh, 
that kind of messaging in my chat rooms, I don't really appreciate. Okay? Because as far as I'm concerned, that is... Uh, that's spamming, and I don't need people spamming my shit. So, goodbye. And that was over on DLive. Um, getting back to what I was saying here. The, they want Israel wiped off the map, is what Cherokee Rose is saying, and that and you're and, and spot on, baby, spot on. They want Israel. They want Israel gone, gone, gone. Problem is, they're not going to be gone, gone, gone because Israel has been has been fighting for its freedom and its rights, and fighting the terrorist actions of Hamas and the Palestinians for decades and decades. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but fellas, I think Israel has every right to exist and so forth. So here's part two of that uh, of that interview. And uh, let me know what you think on this one. Here's part two. And then on Thursday, 44 GOP senators sent a letter to Biden urging him to stand with Israel and to not provide Iran with sanctions relief Yet you have some Democrat members, such as those who are part of the quote-unquote squad, perpetuating false claims and blaming Israel for the escalation in violence. How are you gauging Washington's response so far and the Biden administration's response? Well, first of all, I'm very pleased that those 44 senators, the Republican senators, came forward and put their full support behind Israel, uh, which is where it should be. Uh, unfortunately, it's not just the squad. I wish it was just those four members of the far, far left in the Democratic Party uh, who, are, who are talking nonsense and lies. Uh, unfortunately, it has affected the so-called mainstream of the Democrat Party, and, and that's very disturbing. It's very disturbing indeed uh, that, uh, that they don't seem to understand what is really going on here, nor do they care to understand what's really going on here. Biden is looking over his shoulder, and, and he's, he's constantly looking over his shoulder at what the, the, left, the, the far left wing of his party is going to say and how they're going to criticize him, almost every candidate. I look at uh, Andrew Yang running for mayor in New York City. Uh, you know, he made a, a, a statement right in the beginning uh, throwing his full support behind Israel for defending itself. And then he was criticized by all the far-left members in his party. It's a problem in the Democrat Party. It's a sickness uh, that has taken over uh, through the, uh, the, the influence of Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and all of the radicals within their party. It's interesting because you brought up how Secretary of State Antony Blinken has responded to this, and GOP lawmakers have been against rejoining the 2015 Iran nuclear deal and calling on Blinken to end diplomacy with Iran because of the situation happening on the ground and in Israel. But Blinken said on Thursday this violence 
only, and this is a quote, only underscores the importance of doing everything we can to make sure Iran doesn't have a nuclear weapon, and they will continue those negotiations to rejoin that that 2015 nuclear deal. What's your reaction to all this? Well, I say judge them by their actions, not by their words. And I'm talking about the Secretary of State and the politicians. You know, politicians are good at talking a very good game, making all kinds of threats, making all kinds of bold statements. When push comes to shove, what are their actions? Okay, if, if uh, Biden and Blinken are, are crawling to the Iranian radical Islamic regime, begging to re-enter that nuclear deal, which was a disastrous deal for, for Israel and for the world, uh, then, I, then I think that's the problem. <laughs> you know, I don't care what they say, make the statements about how they're pro-Israel, they can make their statements about how uh, they, they need to be cautious about Iran, not just cautious, you need to be vigilant like the Trump administration was, you need to make sure that those sanctions are fully in place and are even strengthened, and you need to do everything behind the scenes to undermine their nuclear program and their support for the terrorism. And by the way, Iran has been the biggest supporter for all of these terrorist organizations uh, that, that now, together with the financial aid that the, that the Biden administration is supplying, uh, with that they are waging war on Israel. And I pray, I hope, and I pray that Israel will be strong and that our friends in the United States will stand with us. Absolutely. And as you said, Iran is the biggest state sponsor of terrorism. They are actively funding Hamas, which is a terrorist organization. And then you have to think the the way that the Biden administration is handling the situation. We don't even have a U.S. ambassador to Israel. So it's really telling how the Biden administration, how they feel about everything that's going on. And as you said, actions speak louder than words. Uh, lastly, where can our viewers go to learn more about you? And I know you just released a new book. Where can they learn more about you and your book? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, the best thing is to go to my website, which is davidrubinisrael.com. Ruben is R-U-B-I-N, davidrubinisrael.com. And, uh, or they could just go directly to Amazon and just type in the words, Confronting Radicals, What America Can Learn From Israel. David Rubin, again, the former mayor of Shiloh, Israel. Thank you again for your time. Want to see more videos like this? Visit ON. All right. You heard the rest of that interview. So, uh, Gunslinger, I'll start with you and then I'll get Mike's uh, thoughts. Well, like I said, you know, they're they're never going to have peace over there. They was close with Trump. Trump might have been able to pull it off if he had another four years. But even if he didn't, obviously you see what's going on now. <laughs> and when you have factions in this government, you know, the particular ones in question, just uh, uh, think of a dish rag and you'll see my point. Hint, hint, wink, wink. When those people support terrorists, I mean, what the fuck are you doing in our government if you support terrorists? It's already been proven. It ain't no conspiracy theory. It ain't no theory. It ain't an idea. These fuckers actually support terrorist organizations. Okay? But yet, 
they're in the decision making of this country. Now, I, wow, why aren't these people in prison for even associating with terrorist organizations just like over there? Okay, they support it. You know they do. You know, you know they're doing. They, they don't. They're not going to come out and publicly say it, obviously. But you know, when they're from that third world shithole over there, okay. Uh, you know they're 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 secretly doing it behind you know off camera saying yeah we I, we support them terrorists because we're one of them. Birds of feather flock together, don't they? Go ahead, Mike. <clears throat> Yo, Mike. Mike. Yes, 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 yes. When guns right, when you got these people on uh, <clears throat> basically supporters of terrorism, and I'm not saying that it's just them in the Democratic Party, and we know the history of racism in the Democratic Party, you know, and we know basically the. If you go back and you look at it, Ku Klux Klan was not just an anti-black group, but that's that's we can get into that another time. These guys, they don't like the fact they never liked the fact that uh, that he got us out of that uh, Iran deal, you know. Well, but basically the ransom deal with Iran. All right. They never got. They never liked the fact that fact. They hate him. That's just another reason for them to hate Trump. And apparently, you know, people over there are missing Trump all over the place. But that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, these, these guys just don't get it, and they never will. You know, it's like. Uh, Okay. President Trump had these guys playing nice with each other at, through his policies, and now what? Now we get rockets launched into this place. We Now we get these guys filling their oats and shit and basically doing what they're doing. So, I mean... If we can get this, if, and I'm not saying it's going to happen this way, we can turn this thing around, but it's not going to happen anytime soon as long as, it's not not just him, George, it's not just him. I've said it before. These policies that he's putting forth, it's not just him. You're telling me that particularly the policies to, towards Israel uh, wouldn't have been wouldn't have been put forth by any of these other candidates on their side. Uh, uh, okay. I got a Brook I got a bridge in Brooklyn and I wanna stay, if you believe that. 
Okay. Back to you, George. Back to you, George. Okay, let me turn my mic back on, and then I'll, then I'll be fine. I'll be able to say something. Uh, this brings to a close our the the show. Unfortunately, I'm too tired to do final thoughts tonight. Uh, so I'm not even going to render a final thought because I don't even know what the fuck we've been talking about. <laughs> no, I do, but I, I'm just too tired. And besides, any final thought that I offer on uh, what's going on between Israel and Palestine would just be repeating my uh, comments from earlier, and uh, that really is unnecessary. Um, so we'll be back tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, 7 Pacific Time, on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. And to the trolls, fuck you. Uh, I'm George Sinzern for the comments I've made. That's the way it is from my perspective. And telling the, including and not limited to telling the trolls, fuck you. Y'all be good. If you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. And just remember this, America. If we don't tell the government we don't like what they're doing, they're not going to know that we're displeased. Although they do have a tendency through their media, their propaganda tools, to sit there and go, oh, the American people are all for this. The American people are for that. The American people are for the other thing. When in actuality, we don't support anything the Democrats do because it all sucks. And on that note, my thanks to Cherokee Rose, Iggy Mom, Mike from Louisiana, Gunslinger, and, of course, all of you watching and listening by archives, thanks for tuning in, people. We are, of course, sad to say, but true, we are out of here. So, let me see. Here's the closing music. See you all tomorrow. That is, if I can play it. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. You can catch Firefox News Online Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Go to MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online for the links to the live broadcast. And if you have any comments you'd like to send our way, we'd love to hear from you. Write to comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. If that email address is not working, the host will inform you to use the alternate address, and that is comments at journalist.com. Once again, that is comments at journalist.com. 
The views and opinions that were expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or these broadcasting services. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division, all one and the same, adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Let it be written, so let it be done. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Go to my website, which is davidrubinisrael.com. Ruben is R-U-B-I-N, davidrubinisrael.com. Uh, or they could just go directly to Amazon. and. All right, you heard the rest of that interview, so uh, Gunslinger, I'll start with you, and then I'll get Mike's uh, thoughts.